Welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast. Today we are doing something a little bit different. So we have Salvatore Minardi back on the show. And if you have not listened to our episode that we recorded earlier with him, shut this one down, go listen to that one, and then come back. Because Salvatore is doing something um, a little bit different at Salon. He has an event that we are going to talk about today. So hey, Salvatore. Hi, Bobby. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hey. Uh, Okay. So what do you have going on? Fill us in on what is happening. Okay, so um, I created an evening. It's uh, one Wednesday, the first Wednesday of each month uh, from 7 o'clock to 9.30. It's kind of a open house salon uh, gathering where I invited uh, through flyers and social media, I invited the uh, three academies, the schools that are in my area, and I invited... Uh, uh, salon owners and their employees on my block and and uh, to come on by and I get a special guest artist to do a haircut or barbering, maybe coloring, highlighting, balayage, a styling hair. But each month it's a different topic and it's only an hour. It's not where they have to commit to four hours and there's light refreshments. And what I love the most about it, because I've had three successful events so far and it's growing. What I like about it is that everyone makes conversation. It reminds me of New Jersey. When I was a boy growing up, my father took my brother and I once to the New Jersey Coiffure Guild. And it was in Union, New Jersey. And we went and we we were, my brother and I were, we weren't even hairdressers yet. We kind of snuck in with my dad. And um, they hired some guy, Romeo, from New York City to come in and teach. <laughs> he cost like maybe $100 <laughs> and that was a big deal. And they brought him in and they fed him and he did some foiling. And, you know, this goes back in the 60s and it was really and everybody was engaged because at the time people were doing uh, stylists were doing highlights with uh, with caps, if you remember. Yes, I do. I remember those days. So that kind of sparked the memory. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a community event and. Started small. I have no big expectations. Just wanted to get a bunch of professionals and even students that are to mingle, to to get to know each other and talk and and say, you know, hey, I have a problem with highlighting or balayage, and, and then maybe that person can help them. And and then what I would do at the end uh, of the evening, just let them write their uh, contact information down and tell me what they would like to see. And then I prepare for the next month. So say like last month it was barbering. So I got this really cool dude from Elizabeth, New Jersey to come up, Emil, and he showed how to do the fade and, and how to do uh, the, 
the changing of the clippers and stuff. And, and a lot of the stylists uh, in this area didn't know how to do it and they were afraid to do it. But he had them engaged. He had them come up and try a little bit and, and they broke the ice. And, and, and when they all left, they, they all sent me, wow, thank you for doing this. And uh, it, it's, it's getting students, it's getting existing hairstylists for years motivated and inspired again and also making friendships and, and, and networking again there's so much good that comes out of this and you know i really love hosting it and it's and uh and so now i'm in my third fourth month and uh i went to a show yesterday in new jersey and i was talking to the show was with uh paul mitchell and was colin caruso who is absolutely sensational i mean he's really a great uh inspirer and educator and i told him about what i'm doing i told nick too nick arojo what i'm doing they all thought it was a good idea to do this well i love this for a lot of reasons i love this because um you're giving back in a way that is so valuable. Um, as a salon owner, as a stylist, there's a million other things that you could be doing. So the fact that you're seeing the value in putting education back in and, and your reasoning being that you're building a community, I think it's such a beautiful thing. I think that for the students that would get to be there, um, one of the things I think that students face that can be a problem or can be you know, something that is hard for them is that they don't always have the right connections. They know that they want to be in the industry, but making those connections while they're in school I think is everything because not only does it motivate them to come into your salon and say, wow, I want to do what he's doing. You know, I want to be here. I think that, like you said, the community of stylists around them as well that can share knowledge is so important because there's so much that you can't learn in beauty school that you have to learn hands on and making those connections and doing that, that will put that student leaps and bounds ahead of if they didn't have that, you know, while they were in school. So I think that that community is awesome. So you said you've had a couple of these already. Um, what kind of connections are you seeing being made just in the, the few that you've had? Well, that's good because that's a good uh, question, a good point. Uh, what has happened was that friends that I haven't seen in a long time, like vintage salon owners, yeah. men and women, I I got to see them again. And we got to acknowledge our challenges, like uh, we had some of the problems we have with uh, hiring and mm -hmm. recruiting. And we can ask each other. You see, what ha it helps us to elevate the profession. And you know what? The customers will like that. When they see we get together and we are growing in a professional manner rather than fighting or chat you know competing. or being competitive yeah, yeah exactly like I think that. that that's so um I can speak just for this area definitely that there is sometimes this sense of competition among salons and from our end and in the position that I'm in um we work with everyone so I don't have you know those feelings that some stylists do or some salon owners do um I think it's a silly thing because if you're yes. not connecting with the people around you then you're not yeah. growing then what's the yeah. point of what we're doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I like that word growing that you said, because this is a journey, right? We're, we're always expanding and we're, and we're meeting uh, new techniques of cutting, new techniques of coloring, of styling. I mean, it never ends, does it? Never. I mean, 
and 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 I'm glad that we and and what I'm doing too. It's important for me to be a healthy leader and not to um, and not to mislead um, uh, young people coming into the profession. In other words, show them, teach them that I can take criticism, you know, and show them that criticism, healthy, constructive criticism is a good thing. It's going to help me make me better. And, um, and, and when the, the newest student sees this, you're leading by example. And that's what I, I'm trying to do. Uh, I want to, you know, I'm a member of Intercoiffure. I'm a board of directors of Intercoiffure. And I take this uh, industry very seriously. I love it. And I want to make sure that I point, as people have done for me and still are doing for me, point them in the right direction. Yeah, and I hope that you take this as a compliment to your career. Um, But you've been in the industry for such a long time that I think that somebody that's been in the industry maybe 10 years, not that their knowledge is any better or worse, it's just different. So things that you've learned over this entire time, I think is very valuable. I mean, I think that you um, started your salon in a time that was very different than we're in right now as far as employees go. Um, And and just as far as what the industry is, I mean, it was completely different. So if we can't learn from what you've learned over all of this time, then I think our, the students are missing out. And I think the people that are around you are missing out because I think that you have a lot to share um, growing with and changing with the industry because, yeah, like I said, I mean, we talked about this on the podcast before, how different the industry was when you started to where it is now. So I think we have a lot to learn from you. Yeah, well, uh, and I'm still learning as well and enjoying the learning. You know, don't you enjoy learning? Oh, it's the best. Well, this is why I do this. I want to learn about everyone. I want to learn about people and what they're doing and why. So, yeah, I I definitely never want to stop that. Well, um, so this is now on the fourth one. We're preparing for our fourth uh, um, uh, event. And um, I was at this presentation yesterday, and one of my friends was happened to be there, and he said that he would gladly come and demonstrate a haircut. And he's pretty popular in New Jersey. I found out that I have a lot of friends that are that all concur that this is a good thing for our industry, especially in New Jersey. Um, you know, we have people that do hair in their homes and that that's not a good thing. Yeah. And uh, and, and and that that hurts me when I hear stuff like that. Uh, people saying, oh, I I don't uh, I don't go to the salon. I have my girlfriend do it at her home. And, and I'm saying to myself, why? Why would that professional bring that person into their home? And there's so many things that could happen, go wrong. Um, this is not the way to, to, uh, promote our business. And, um, when, when we have things like this, it's like a nice family of professionals coming together for a common cause, you know? Yeah. And I think that the professionalism, um, that you can share definitely for someone that's in school or somebody that's new into the industry, um, is, is awesome. I think getting everything that you're putting together from the education to the time with you, um, and just building that community, I think all of that is incredible to anybody that's in the area. So how do they get in touch with you or how can somebody attend an event like this? So they can, they can 
go online because I post it on Facebook. I post it on Instagram. And I also have uh, an email, Salvatore here designs at Gmail. And they can, uh, if, if even if they're out of the state and they want to come in and see the talent that we have coming here, it's, uh, it's, they're very welcome. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know what else works too? I have businesses that are unrelated to hair or beauty, but they come by anyway because they just want to see what's going on. Really? The, 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 like who have yeah. you had so far? Like what industry has been interested well, in this? I've got a couple of the restaurant owners down the street stopping by and they'll have a glass of wine, some crackers and cheese, or, and they'll just listen to us talk. They're interested in, in how hair salons run their business and how they educate. Yeah, they are. So you're getting out this positive message, not only to people in the industry, um, but people that are just in your community. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So now listen, they're in a restaurant and they're going to serve people, hundreds of people, right? And they're going to mention, they have the waiters or the hosts. They're going to talk about, hey, that salon down the street. They're pretty good. They're always learning and and they have this big event. And, you know, I mean, the community... Uh, I, I found that by me doing more in my community, the Chamber of Commerce, Rotary, by me doing all these things, it just it just gets my word out, my name out there, and it gets uh, uh, it gets an interest, and people come in to to find out what it's all about. You know, that's the buzz. You remember that word, buzz? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's people, how you get that buzz. People that don't know the industry. So in the South, um, I don't know, this might be pertinent to where you are too, but um, in the South, you know, we always say if people think about the beauty industry, there's still this idea of like steel magnolias, um, you know, the small salon <laughs> and and we try to break that, you know, and like that's yeah. not what we are. So for somebody on the outside to come in and say yeah. they've never even been a client in your salon, but to really see what this industry is doing, yep. that can yeah. make a huge impact. Um, on not only your salon, but other professional salons in the area as well. And this can grow and grow. So I really love that. And I think that you're doing a really cool thing. I actually just found out about this event, like with everyone else too. So I didn't know what I was calling about. I just knew that you had um, something you were doing. And now I'm just like all smiles and and so excited Uh, about this. Well, you got to come and visit us sometime, you know, it's always the first Wednesday of the month. And it's from seven o'clock to nine thirty, and uh, you know there's no rules or poly- like you have to wear a suit or you come in casually, come have some refreshments, stay for a little while. Even if you get a little something, and you leave with a little something, maybe how to blow out with clips or um, uh, sectioning here, anything. But if you just and then you meet some people and you start a nice conversation with them and they're hairdressers. Oh, I didn't know you worked down the street, you know, and you're making friends and you're not making enemies. No, it's perfect. It sounds like a really perfect night. I love it. I really love it. <laughs> Thanks, and I hope Bobby. some people that are listening, um, you know, salon owners too in the area will maybe pick up on this and, and start yeah. doing this. Cause I think that, um, you know, if you're, even if, like you said, even if you're not going to cosmetology school or if you're in the industry, there's so much that can still learn. I mean, everyone does their hair every day, 
whether you know you're yeah. a stylist or not. So maybe they're thinking maybe they're thinking about going into cosmetology, right? Yeah, exactly. And they and 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 rather than signing up and then finding out they don't want to do it, you know, like two months later, uh, and I heard that story. That happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just go if you if your salon has an open house once a month. And uh, you just get to meet uh, other hair professionals, uh, salon owners, or students, and you start nice conversation, and and uh, you find it engaging. You you might find that this would be the great career for you. You know. Yeah. No, I love it. Well, I'm so excited. <laughs> you, I can't wait to hear about how oh. it goes. And, and if I can work my trip um, around yeah. around getting to be at one of these, I think it would be really incredible. So hopefully I can that, make that work. You're always welcome anytime, Bobby. Awesome. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Salvatore, for coming back to the podcast today. Um, thank you so much to our sponsors, Tennessee School of Beauty. You can visit them at tennesseeschoolofbeauty.com. Um, you can follow them on Instagram at TN School of Beauty and on Facebook at Tennessee School of Beauty. And don't forget to follow me at Beauty School Bobby on Instagram. Um, and you can listen to all of our podcasts at beautyschoolbobby.com. Read about why I got into this industry. Um, make sure you're rating and reviewing the podcast wherever you're listening. Um, and until next time, guys, bye. Thank you.